Today's message is called The Mark of Who. Father, we ask for oracles today, God. We ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation, God. Father, we ask that we even see through the pages, God. See in the spiritual realm, God. See what the Spirit is saying to the church. See what the word of today, present-day truth, Father. Let it come forth. The epistles... I gotta let the understanding of the mind of Christ be imparted into our minds, God, into our hearts, into our bodies, into this place, God. Father, because so many are bringing confusion in a time when there ha- doesn't have to be confusion. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the crisis of this world become the additions of the church. Yes. <clears throat> let the crisis that man puts out there Bring forth fruit unto salvation. Someone give me some water. The mark of who? We're going to be either be marked by God or by the devil. We're either going to have the marks of Jesus Christ or the marks of Satan. We're either going to have the fruits of this world or the fruits of the Spirit. What are the marks in the Bible? The marks of God. One are the marks of the beast and the, and the fruits. And one is the, is the fruits of the other is fear. Faith and fear, two kingdoms colliding. The more we get closer to the end, two kingdoms will start to collide. But a delusion and illusions and smoke screens and things that come show us the shame of our nakedness shall be appeared. Before all, the shame of the nakedness of carnality is being appeared to the spiritual ones, to the world, to the worldly-minded, to the to carnality. It looks like a good idea. It looks like something, but to God, things don't look the same. And to the, those that walk in the Spirit, things don't not look the same. So let us look behind. God has torn the veil that we might see behind and know the things and the mysteries and, and the Word of God by the Spirit of God, not by the carnal mind. To be carnally minded is to be at end, enmity with God, is to bring separation between you and God, because God is Spirit. And we're here to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Revelation 13, 9-18 If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth to captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. And I behold another beast coming out of the earth with two horns like a lamb. And on he spoke as a dragon. It was like a lamb, but he spoke as a dragon. He exercised the power of the first beast before him and caused the earth to them that dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed and does great wonders and makes the fire come down from heaven. And see, the religious people are trying to come against the fire of God that we're calling down because God promised to baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire. And he said, ask for the Holy Spirit and ask for the things of the Spirit. And we are to be refined like by the fire of God. But religious people don't understand the deep things of God. 
And he deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had done. We're not going to focus on that right now. We're going to focus on this today. And he should make, that they should make an image, let's focus on image today, image of the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause that many as would not worship the image of the beast shall be killed. But we know that's going to be us and we will not worship the image of the beast. And if we're killed for that, we live forever with him. Jesus said, if you wish to save your life, you'll lose it. But if you lose your life, you'll save it. I didn't want to have a lot of scriptures today, but that wasn't my intentions, but I have somewhat many. He caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on their right hand, and on their foreheads. A mark on their right hand and on their foreheads. Right away, the religious system, the religious people, the carnal Christians, like, I'm not going to take the mark. I'll never take the mark. So they think they can live, continue to live like they're living, continue to do what the government's saying, continue to follow the beast and the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and all the things that are in the world and of the world. And all of a sudden, when they're told to go line up, they're just going to be able to say, no. Now, oh, finally, it's here, the mark. Um, let me uh, get killed right now. <laughs> it's, it's how the devil wants you to think. It's how religion wants you to think. It wants you to think always on the flesh. Religion always focuses on what they can see in their carnality. But let's think of it how as the Spirit would say. Receive the mark on the right hand and on their foreheads, and that no man should buy or sell, save they had the mark. The same name as the beast. So if you can't depend on God right now, how are you going to do that when you can't either buy or sell? Right now, fear is taking over you and nothing's really happening. You locked yourself up in your house. You, if you do go to worship, you're wearing a mask in church. What's up with that? <sighs> says that no man should buy or sell an if, unless they have the mark. So laws will have to be changed that you'll have to, t to follow, the, follow the, the beast. Either we follow the lamb unto the slaughter or we follow the beast unto deception. You can't follow both. Modern day church today, American church, thinks we can follow both and just compromise our lives and get, do a little here and do a little there. But it's, it's time, it's been time that God is saying, Elijah drew, back in the day of Baal and, and Jezebel, he drew the line in the sand. He said, if God be God, serve him. If Baal be Baal, serve him. People don't understand. They have this funny-looking God that they, they're following right now, and it isn't the God of the Bible. Because if you're really following the God of the Bible, you won't have fear, even when fear is all around you. Because your faith is not in what you see with your natural eyes. Your faith is in Him, in the Word, and the Spirit of God. No man buy and sell. So he says, here 
Here is the wisdom. Let him that has understanding count the number of the beast. There's things in this word that religious people and carnal and theologians that don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit will not understand. And they're bringing confusion and telling you, it's wise to do this. It's wise to do that. It's wise to do this. No, it's not wise to do anything that brings you into any type of fear. The number of the beast is the number of man. Following the beast is following man, following the governments of this world, following the traditions of this world, following fear. Satan's kingdom, the world is based in fear. Everything we do and do not do relates to fear. People don't go fly airplanes until if they're afraid. People don't do this if they're afraid. People don't go swimming because they're afraid of water. It's all the kingdoms of the devil. I do not do this because of that. Everything that is produced in this world is fear-based. So the same things, I have to store up food because I'm afraid that I might not have any tomorrow. But God's whole test in the wilderness for them was, do not worry, I have your back. Follow me, follow the cloud, follow the fire, and I'll lead you to the promised land. Follow me, Jesus, and I'll lead you to eternal life. Follow me, the word of God, and I will not even know persecution and famine is all around you. I'll be with you. You cannot have two, you cannot be double-minded. You will not receive the promises of the Bible if you have fear. If fear overtakes you, then you're, you're stomping out faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please Him. And if we don't please Him, then who are we pleasing? We cannot have two masters. And I'm going to get deep into this now today because religious people always want to throw something out there to make people say, well, it's not time to, you know, to, to be ready. This really got me. The image of the beast. So we're focused on image. And what are we supposed to have the image of? We were created in the image of Christ. The Father in heaven, right? And what are His fruits? Joy, peace, right? It didn't say, but you know, here or when this happens. It's supposed to be always. The image of Satan is the pr production of fear Storing up, greed, lust of the flesh, pride of life, we're going to show you. First John 2, let's see some other marks. First John 2, 3 through 22. And I hereby that we know that we know Him, if we keep His commandments. There's a good sign that we know Him. Are we keeping the commandments of fear or the commandments of Him? And any, I'm not talking about doing anything. God will never have you sin. But if the world tells you to do something under their laws that cause you to sin against God or disobey what He's telling you to do, then it, the laws of God are higher than the laws of man. The laws of the Word of God and obedience to Christ is bigger than anything. That's what gets you killed in the end because you say that I'm not going to follow your laws. Daniel said, God told me to pray and do this and I'm going to open the window and I'm not going to do what he says because God and if I die, I die. And if I live, I live. But I, I will obey the Lord. So man will change laws. Since when? Now, because we say that we have God on the dollar bill, that God, that it's a nation under God. There's many gods. Or do you say being God we trust? No, we look at the fruit. They're not trusting God. 
It's man. And when man has powers and cures, then they feel like they're God. But when man loses control of something, then all of a sudden they begin to fear. Because money, greed, power, and fake things, the devil does not create anything. He counterfeits and perverts everything that God has created, and that's how he deceives the world. He said, I know him, and keep, and you say that you know him and keep by his commandments. You are a liar, and the truth is not in you. But whosoever keeps his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected, whereby that we are in him. He that abides ought himself also to walk as he walked. Jesus didn't fear all the way to the cross. Why? Because he knew who he was. And even though they told him, you can't do that, he did it, right? And when even they, even they tried to bring religious rules and say that he's wrong, he knew that he was right. Even when they got religious around him, righteousness was still in him. And as righteousness was still in him, he knew that he was right with God. Not because of what people said and what divination tried to come in his ears, because he knew and he saw and he had the Holy Spirit and he saw what other people did not see. And he even spoke in parables because they would not understand the things that he's saying. He wanted only those certain people to understand. And abideth in him and also walk as he walked. A new commandment I give unto you, the old commandment that you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. A new commandment I run unto you, because darkness is past and the true light now shines. He that says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness even till now. And he that loves his brother abides in the light. I have none occasion of stumbling in him. He that hates his brother is in darkness. And it goes on to say, little children, because your sins have been forgiven. He said, because that the darkness has blinded his eyes, I write unto you fathers, because you have known him from the beginning. I write unto you young men, because I write unto you children, because you have known the Father. I write unto you fathers, because you have known him from the beginning. Written unto the young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. See, those are the things that are going to stop us from loving God or the things that we start to love and place in Him. We call them idols, we call them things. God doesn't mind if we enjoy the things that He's, he's created or put on the world, but when they become something that we cannot give up or, or we have fear of losing them, we begin to serve another God called mammon, called the devil. So the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wickedness. So love not the world, the things of the world, because the love of the Father is in him, is not in him. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, here the, here, here's the image of the beast right here. What's, what is the beast? What is it? No, is it a dragon that's going to come out of the water? And no one's going to follow a dragon, but they're going to follow a false Christ, a false Messiah, a man that's giving them all the things that they want, like free this, free that, free everything. Promising everything your flesh can desire. Little children, it's the last time he says, the, uh, here it is, the, the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Who's the father of pride? The devil. He got kicked out of heaven because of his pride. He said, if I, 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 pride is I, try to 
you got to take care of yourself. I got to store up all this stuff. It's about I. I can't, I'm not going to trust in God now because fear and the voices of this world and the, vo- and, the, and the rulers of this world and the kings of this world and the kingdoms of this world are telling me I have to do this. So I know what the Bible says, but you know, that's for radical people. So I know what this is saying, but this is, you know, I just want to go to heaven. I said a prayer. It's not about living in faith. I'm going to live, and you know what, I understand that, but right now this is wisdom. So I'm just being wise. Don't be foolish, because we're seeing what we're doing. No, the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. And I'm going to get into that too in a minute because there's some revelation coming in in a little bit further up. So, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life is not of the Father but of the world. And the world passes away and the lust thereof does, but the will of God abides forever. The will of God is the Word of God and the Word of God is the wisdom of God and the wisdom of God is the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God is in us and He'll guide us into all truth he says it. But religion will come after you. will try to stop you. Try to bring confusion to you. They went out from us. Little children, this is the last time that you have heard the Antichrist shall come. But even now are many Antichrists. This was over 2,000 years ago. Many Antichrists because it's the spirit of against the word of God. And even the spirit against the word of God, the hypocrisy came even when the word was made flesh and walked among them. They actually resisted the word of God in flesh right then in their face. They were antichrist, but said they were of, of the faith. And he says, oh, we're the sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. She said, no, your son, your father is the devil. What do you mean? Look, we have the robe on. We have the thing. We have the certificate. We have the doctrine. We have the theologian degrees from the world, from our worldly theologian schools. He says, no, your father is the devil. Why? Because you follow the image of who you follow. You become the image of, the mirror of. Wherefore you know that is the last time. They, you, they went out from us, but they were not of us. They're at home hiding in the closet right now, and we're together worshiping in faith. They're telling you, stay away from me because I'm going to believe, believe Pharaoh and believe the, the lies of the world, whether they're even true, true lies, because even though something might be true, it's a lie when it comes against the faith and the word of God and the power of God. So, even now, there are many antichrists, but they went out from us, but they're not, they were not of us because they were manifest. We're not all of us, but we have an unction from the Holy One, and we know all things. And the minute you believe and walk in boldness and act like you know all things, you become persecuted from the ones that want to be carnal. Because it's not about a title. It's not about a building. It's not about a denomination. It's about a relationship with faith. If I'm relating with faith, and casting down fear and imagination, everything that exalts itself above the Word of God, that makes me a believer and a follower of Christ. But when I begin to follow the, the world and the things of the world, and above that, it's the lust thereof. God didn't say we're not going to uh, be, be proud of the things that He did in, in a different kind of way. It's the lust of the flesh. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, the, the following of the flesh. Right? And what is that? He said, the lust of the, uh, he said, to be led by the Spirit, 
But if you're not led by the Spirit, what are you led by? The flesh. And then what happens when you're led by the flesh? Trouble. All the things. Uh, envyings, witchcraft, persecutions, adulteries, all the things that... So that's what, the, that's what the devil's fruits are. And then God's fruits are this. But, you know, it's like we have like mixed fruit all over our tree. God wants us to be a tree with good fruit. His fruit. Not mixed fruit. He wants all the bad fruit to fall off. Because, but if you follow the flesh, you will not have good, the fruits of the Spirit. I have not written unto you because you, don't, you know not the truth, but because you know it. So who is this word for? Not for everybody. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar? He that denies that Jesus is Christ. He that denies that you should do what you're doing and follow what they're doing. He's an antichrist that denies the Father and the Son. This is the mark of the beast. The religious will be focused on a tattoo or a stamp or a chip. But all those things are a product or a seal of something deeper of the heart. Let's look. God is, also gives us Mark. Can you see that? Are you waiting for that? Where's that Mark? Can you see it? I'm marked. Do you have the marks of Jesus Christ? But you, I can't see them. Why? Because it's a spiritual understanding. And everything in the book of Revelation, there's a dragon. Could you get it? Why can you take that line and that line and want to always, always be so... It's like, so where's the dragon? Oh, well, we know that's that, because that's obvious, but let's just, just, just make up everything else as it is written. Carnality. Galatians 6, 17-17. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man sows, he shall reap. And whatsoever remember that he sows to the flesh shall reap corruption, but he that sows to the Spirit shall reap everlasting life. Let us not be weary in well-doing. Let us not be weary in obeying God. Let us not be weary in due season. We shall reap if we do not faint. If therefore an opportunity, let us do good unto every man, especially them are the household of faith. The household of faith. The household of faith isn't going to run under the covering of horses and chariots in the world's... The household of faith isn't going to rely... On a vaccine, they're going to rely on the power of God. The household of faith is not going to rely on man to bail them out. They're going to be depending on God no matter what happens. And that's what's going to freak the devil out at the end. They're like, we can't stay, will not bend, kill him. Because he doesn't want to kill you before he, he'd rather give you the mark of the beast so he can take you with him than kill you and know that. But he's going to be so mad because he, he's so a glutton for power and, and all that. And that's what the governments of this world want, power, that he's going to freak out when you, man, everyone's following me but these Christians. Not Christians with a title, not denominational perverts. No, followers of faith in Jesus and the blood and the power and the word of God. You see how large a letter I have written unto you and my, with my own hand, and many desire to make a fair show of the flesh. They constrain you to be circumcised, keep, to keep the law, but uncircumcised. They may glory in the flesh. 
But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. We need to be crucified unto the world, and the world needs to be crucified unto us. We need to be dead to the world, and the world needs to be dead to us. You're not going to make it. Yeah, right now it's fine. You get away with being a fear, fear monger. You'll get away with... And then you, you expose things, and people that are... people. Come and say, oh, there's no fear stuff. It's like, did you even read it? What do you mean? You're so afraid of hearing fear stuff, like hearing truth, that you just push it all away for fear and go, you put yourself in some bubble, like that's really smart. And then people that you, you judge a book by a, by a picture or a cover instead of reading the content of it, you're already full of fear. You can't even read any truth because you're afraid. That's worse fear than everything. You're a fear of, of real prophets. Because you think that all of a sudden, what are you going to hear? You're going to hear your own self and your own conscience. You see how large of letter he's written. For neither they themselves are circumcised that keep the law, but have circumcised the glory of the flesh. God forbid that I should glory save the cross of Jesus Christ, whom we are crucified unto me, I unto the world. For in Christ neither circumcision avail anything, but we are a new creature. And as many as walk to this, this rule... Peace be them, and mercy upon the Israel of God. From henceforth let no man trouble you, for I bear in my body the marks of Jesus Christ. Where are they? What marks? Well, because of what his flesh is doing and what he had to go through shows who he is and what he follows. Was he talking about the, the wounds, the transgressions, the whips, the beatings? Was he talking about? Well, we also know there's a seal that God gives too. And then in Philippians, let's see about this. I count myself as apprehended the things which I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth unto those which are before. I press toward the mark. What's the mark? The prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. Let us therefore as many... As be perfect, thus minded, if anything, yea, be otherwise minded, God will reveal even unto you. And after these things, I saw, and let's go to Revelations right now and look, look about the, the, His mark. I saw four angels standing in the four corners of the earth, holding the four, no, this is actually for, for us here, and the winds of the earth, and the winds not blow, and on the earth and the sea, we already read about the devil. Let's see what God says about us. And I saw another angel standing on the east having the seal of the living God. Can you see it? No, but the angels know the seal. You're marked. You can't see the anointing. The, the devil sees the anointing on your life. There's spiritual oil that you can't even see. Seal. Only them that God knows whose are his and that are sealed. The devil sees who's sealed. Saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea, neither the trees, till, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. In their foreheads. And have heard, what, in their minds. Sanctifying God's renewing our mind. Do not be transformed. 
do not, I mean, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And what it says, the Word of God renews our mind. That's the problem why we were so upset that people aren't preaching the Word of God, that it's motivational, worldly wisdom and the concepts and the things of this world in the church because you cannot have your mind renewed. Even though it's good, it doesn't mean it's God. Even though it's not bad things, it's not the Word of God because the Word of God has the power to change us into His image. And I heard the number of them which was sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of the tribes and the children. See, even the religious people say, well, there's 144,000. Well, there's a whole lot more, because it said every tribe, every nation, every, and it goes on. That's a square root number of 12. It's God's government. It's God's people. It's just a sign. The whole book of Revelation, you have to understand it by the Spirit. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. And the tribe of so it's all 12 tribes. And it goes on and on about all the tribes. After this, I behold and lo a great, which man could not number, which man could not number now. So now it's 12, 144,000. Now it's behold a great multitude that cannot even be numbered. Of all the nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hand, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to God, who sit upon the throne. That's us. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of religion, sees things, Scripture, so carnally, not spiritually. Well, what about that? Well, what if the forehead means the mind. The devil's stamping your mind, deceiving your mind. You have that mark, your mind is already deceiving. Oh, well, right hand too, why is it one or the other? Well, what if it's, know that they use the right hand was the right hand of fellowship, agreement, covenant, commitment. It's the right hand is the one they always use to be coming together in agreement with the world. Everyone's look, the devil's got looking for, no, I'm not going to get a tattoo. But already, you're already, as I, without being disrespectful, sucking the breast of the harlot that comes and rides the beast. The harlot that rides the beast. Drinking the blood of the martyrs all over you because you're not standing with God being martyred. You're being one that person. Yeah, you might not be the actual murderer, but you're your whole life is in agreement with all those, then what's the difference? Two marks, two gods, two kingdoms, two ways, two masters, two minds. Double-mindedness. He said you can't be double-minded. Like Joe was saying, we're going to have our head flint on, like flint on the Word of God. One is full of false prophets and voices. The other one is truth and true prophets. What fearful and carnal Christians will say to you when you are full of faith and standing on God's Word, you need to use wisdom, brother. You need to use wisdom, brother. Whose wisdom are you trying to give me? The wisdom of the world? The wisdom of fear? The wisdom of man? Because it ain't the wisdom of God when it makes me start to question myself. It makes me start to wonder and fear. Is that wisdom? Wisdom tells you to fear? No, wisdom is the Word of God. Wisdom is the Spirit of God. Wisdom is the truth. 
It says wisdom cries out on the street corner, but nobody wants to listen to her. Wisdom is God. And wisdom is from heaven. What will fearful carnal Christians will say? Why? The radical ones get all the persecution from so many brethren. The Bible calls them false brethren. My Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Not the fear of the world. And listen to them. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, then Paul says, I don't come to you with the wisdom of the world, the wisdom of man, but in power and demonstration of the Word of God and of the cross. And what does the cross represent? No virus, no sickness, no disease. Jesus said that I became, came to take the curse and, and become a curse for you. Anyone in me shall drink any deadly thing it shall not harm you. No virus, no sickness come into your dwelling. And all these things that faith represent, that we walk in faith and not in fear. So what ends up happening? Double-mindedness, two worlds, confusion, unbelief. Jesus is either the word is what we live by or not. We cannot have two masters. The newspaper is your master, and on Sunday you want the Bible to be your master. You listen to, to all day CNN all week, and then you come and you want to listen to faith on one day, and you think you're, you're going to be able to overcome? Who are you listening to? The voice of fear or the voice of faith? The only thing that has power over you is when you give heed to the voice that is speaking. Carnality brings enmity. Romans 8, therefore, now there's no condemnation to them that walk after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life is in Christ Jesus, has made us free from the law of sin and death. So if you're afraid of dying, then you're walking in the flesh. If you're afraid and you're feeling condemnation because you're not, you're doing something wrong, but to actually... Condemnation comes from the world because, okay, so you're, you're not following God and you feel condemnation. There's a problem there. You should feel conviction if God's telling you not to do something. So if you're following condemnation, you're not following God either. You walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit is the life in Christ Jesus. For freed us from the law of sin and death. For the law, what the law could not do, made us weak to the flesh, not sending His own Son, sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, made sin for us, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, after the world, after those, the image of the beast, but after the spirit of those things that are spirit. For the carnally minded is death. The carnal church is dying. Why do you people say, I can't go to church, it's a dead church. What do you mean? They're all Christians, but see, they're following the beast. <laughs> and all of a sudden... You're bad because then they're going to pull out two scriptures. One in Romans 8, or what is that? Hebrews 13 and Romans, not Romans 8, Romans 13 and Hebrews 8. Oh, listen to the magic. How do you know what Paul was answering? What was the question Paul was, when, when Paul wrote the letter back to them, or was, what was, what was the question Paul had? Was it, um, you know, don't, 
Don't let your, 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 your camel poop on the street. And Do we have to listen to them? Well, what was the question? Well, certainly wasn't one because Paul was told that you're not to preach this gospel. And he preached it anyway. The law was if you get caught talking about this guy, we're going to kill you. Did he stop? He said, no, King Agrippa, I'm going to follow the vision of God. I'm going to follow what the Lord is telling me, and I will obey the heavenly vision. So he didn't do that either. But if Paul, what, when they said, hey, Paul, sit on house arrest, Paul's like, well, can I still teach? Okay, well, then I'll just do it. I'll sit here and people come to me. The hungry will, God will lead into me for a while, and he did it. Because the Spirit led him to do that for a season. But see, I'm not going to listen to your spirit of fear telling me to do something that the spirit of truth and God's telling me to do because you think, and then you say, you bring these scriptures out of context with what's going on in, in the truth and then bring witchcraft out on people in the truth and bring confusion and all of a sudden you're following the beast. The beast. 501 through C, anyone that got that is following the beast. They don't even know it. You, you, there's little seeds of truth that you've gotten and done that reveal of what you're really following because you're conformed. It's okay, but get unconformed and get transformed finally. Come out of Babylon. Come out of the, uh, the, the worldly churches and come into the spirit, into the body of Christ. There's a carnally minded enmity against God is not subject to law, neither it can be. If you're in the flesh, you cannot please God. And what does it say? How do we please God? To be in faith. Without faith, we cannot please Him. To be in the flesh, you cannot please Him. Faith, fear. Flesh, spirit. Very simple. And, you not, and so that the Spirit of God dwells in you now, many that are in the Spirit of Christ, and Christ being you, the whole body is dead because of sin. They will take this message right here and they'll find a problem with it. What's wrong with, we're just preaching the Bible. But, oh, but not now, what, this was, that was, that. It's going to be worse than ever. It says darkness is going to get darker and darker. When Jesus tore the veil and sent the Spirit here to be with us, Spirit of the Antichrist started, was been in the world, but already started his plan to deceive everybody in the world. And at the end, God takes his people and the devil takes his. And at the end, when that pinnacle happens, that's going to be the darkest time ever. But there's light in Gosha. Even when there was the darkest times and Israel was supposed to be defeated and the angel of death and God was sending plagues and all those things and confronting the system of Pharaoh and, and, and commanding now it's time to let his people go and they didn't want to obey God. God had more power, had the bigger snake, ate the power. The only one that was doing was the sorcery, means switching and doing things, taking what God created and doing something with it with, with uh, false and lying signs and wonders. God came with more power, more demonstration than that. So a showdown. Elijah came with... Uh, Baal came with witchcraft and Elijah came with the real fire. But the religious people say, oh, the fire is the devil. The religious people say, oh, but we have to, you know, do this and do that. 
But we know what we have to do. We have to stand in faith. And we, if we get persecuted, we get persecuted. But then that's our reward. Is with Him, not with the Antichrist, not with the world, not with this place that we're a vapor away from being with Him. The Spirit is in Him, raised Jesus from the dead, raised up Christ from the dead. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead to sin. And it goes down to say that if we live after the flesh, we'll die. But if we live after the Spirit, we'll do mortify the deeds of the body and, and, and kill the fear that's from the flesh. For as many are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. See, what is the Spirit leading you to do this week? Hide out, hibernate? Or is He telling you to be the light of the world? Is He telling you to walk by faith and not by sight? Is He telling you to walk in truth? Is He telling you this is an opportune time to show the glory of God? And it's just the start because this is nothing. This is a joke, honestly. And, but people in the church are afraid. You know, I hope I can stand when it's really serious. When I really can't go out because they're going to kill me and I'm going out in camouflage and I'm going out preaching and moving in the power of God, but I'm going out and I basically got to steal, steal food, maybe. Oh, wait, you can't steal. I don't know. Why? They st stole my life from me. Is it really stealing? Because they're saying, it's, is it their law now or God's law? Is everything created by God? Is all things His? Does He take care of the birds and the bees? And how much will He take care of you? We're not talking about stealing and, and corruption. We're talking about going out and taking food from trees to eat or whatever. If God tells you to do it, is it wrong? It's only wrong if God tells you not to do it of that conviction. But more or less, He probably will have you and multiply things. I'm not telling that God's going to tell you to steal, but He's going to take care of you through His creation. The laws of this land are not your God, and neither is Pharaoh your God. It's Jesus Christ, and the law is right here, and it's of faith. But if you cannot serve two masters, you'll either despise the one and hate the other, or despise the one and cling to the other. You'll either pick one or the other. Faith will produce the supernatural things in your life. And if someone takes something from you and you come you go take it back, that's stealing. How's that stealing? Only if they tell you that it's still... No, we go by the Ten Commandments. People, you say, how can a man rob God? Well, when you withhold from Him. What do you mean? I didn't really do this. You've got to understand what He's saying. How can, you, how can you steal something that's already yours? If God's given you something, take it by force. His kingdom suffers violence and the violence take it by force. We take souls by force. We're not stealing souls. We're winning them. We're not stealing anything that's ours. Take back. Let's take back this nation. Let's take back the churches. Let's take back. It's not stealing when you, get, you, you, you bring truth to someone and you convert them back to where they were. You're actually saving them, not stealing them. 
See, I'm tired of religious people all over the internet. It's so you know, back then in the day you didn't have that. You have to actually go to the coffee, go to the breakfast store and overhear a conversation. You go, right now it's like everywhere. Who's who? Well, guess what? God is exposing the shame of a religious and unfaithful servants of God by the shame of their nakedness, by conforming to this world, not being bold, radical servants of Christ. And if you can't do it now, how are you going to do it when it really costs your family and your life? The Spirit itself bears witness that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so, if we suffer with Him, we shall also be glorified together. I reckon the sufferings of this present world are not compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the weightest of the manifestation of the sons of God. Then it goes on and on about the creature and it says, From the bondage of corruption to the liberty of the sons of God, we are delivered. The whole creation groans in ourselves. And we have the first fruits of the Spirit. We're ourselves growing in ourselves that we have the adoption that we are in our bodies. We are saved by hope. What is hope is seen is not hope. What a man sees, why does he yet hope for? But if we hope that which we see not, then we have patience to wait for it. We got to see the Word of God, not what they're telling us. The devil will speak... Through, the, through fear. Whatever you give to, fear has a voice if you let it. You don't let it. You don't listen. You cast it down. He, the Spirit makes intercession for He that searches the hearts knoweth the mind of the Spirit. Makes intercession according to the will of God. Who we foreknew Moreover, he did predestinate, who also called. I'm going to skip through here because of time. Who is the late charge to God's elect? It is God that justifies. In other words, whatever he tells us to do, who cares what they lay charge to? As long as you do not sin, God is pleased. You follow him. He might have us say things, do things that they say is wrong. He said they're going to turn truth into lies and lies into truth. We follow and worship the truth. And if we know what we're doing is the truth, then we are the sons of God. Who is that commandeth us? Christ died, yet rather is risen. Who is even on the right hand of God who often makes intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? For it is written, we are killed all day long. We are accounted sheep for the slaughter. Neither in all these things we are more than conquerors to him who loved us. I'm persuaded of these things. Nothing can separate us. One follows the narrow way and the other follows the crowd. One follows faith and one follows fear. Jesus said, if you desire to save your life, you will lose it. But if you, if you said, if you, and he said, if you lose your life, you'll save it. One, you live and eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the other is the tree of life. Who is your master? This is, this is a very easy to see, to know. Who and what do you follow? Religious spirit is being exposed. God is turning all this into good. A sure sign of a religious spirit is, they will quote those scriptures that I talked about earlier, about listening to those that God put in the powers and all these things. It's like, one day the Antichrist will be 
the government that you're supposed to adhere to? Are you going to take the mark? Because it's going to be a law. But you're already taking it in your heart. You see, you're looking for something that's already been in the world since the beginning. Many antichrists. It's called a spirit. What spirit are you letting could take over you? What spirit are you letting conform you? What spirit are you obeying? What spirit are you following? Antichrist or the spirit of truth? It's very simple. But religion will make it very confusing. Driving down the street, I see signs in front of churches. Worship temporarily closed. See us online. What's that? That's not faith. There's no real law. Are they coming here arresting us right now? We have more than 10 people right here right now. What are, they, are they arresting us? No. Already they're lining up for the mark of the beast in their heart. In their heart. In their heart. The beast starts in your heart. Who's, who's on the throne of your heart? It isn't what you... The fruit of what you do in the end just is the heart of, the, of what spirit and what you're following. That's what we're trying to get through to people. That Oh, this guy's nuts. He says he's talking about the mark of the beast. It hasn't even come out yet. It's like, come on. We're, we're, you're so religious. Worship, so, so but let's see what, what the Bible says about that. I never said, said well, you know, stay home if there's a virus in the Bible. There's no clauses. It's either His way or not. There's no clauses, but, well, then there'd be a lot more clauses. Uh, you know, it actually said that the latter rain will be great more than the former glory. The latter rain of the glory of God. Hebrews 10, 22-26 says this though. Let us draw near to you with a true heart, full of assurance of faith. Not draw to your house and put on a mask and hide out. And when the beast tells you it's okay, it's safe to come out now. Having our eyes sprinkled. And then they'll say that you're disobedient. You're, you're, you're following the word of God in faith. And they'll whisper... You're, you're, you're disobedient. What, to the beast? Yes, I am. I'm supposed to be. I follow Christ. Christ was also disobedient to the religious system, but obedient to His Father. Yep. Having our, eye, our hearts sprinkled, what do you think is going to get us killed? Being obedient to the beast or standing in faith? Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For He is faithful. Everybody say, He is faithful. He is faithful. For He is faithful. That what He has promised. His word is promised to us. And let us consider one another to provoke one another in love and good works. Provo I'm provoking people in faith, not fear. Man, who do you work for? Man, you call yourself a Christian, but man, every time I get around you, I feel fear and I start to... Family members, supposedly Christian. Well, here comes the division, boys and girls. And it's just started. And it's been starting. 
and good works. Not, not. So here's what God says. If Paul's a, an article of God, a living epistle at that time, and his words and our words are supposed to be inspired by the Holy Spirit, not inspired by the Antichrist spirit, inspired by the Holy Spirit. God, what are you? In, what is inspiring you? What spirit is it? We're all led by a spirit. But it's not always the spirit of truth. Not forsaking. Go look up forsaking. The assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some are. But exhorting one another. You can't exhort one another when you're nowhere near one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. So he's warning us about now. For where... If we sin willfully, then He brings sin in right after that. Because fear is sin. Fear is sin. Fear is sin. Fear was the sin that killed one million in the ten spies that went in the land. It killed them. They had a bad report. They had a fearful report. They had a report that we can't do it. Yeah, because they're on their own strength, on the wisdom of their own acknowledgement. We don't stand on our own strength, our own power, but on the power of Him that called us. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us and will quicken our mortal bodies. And He knows. And if something does happen, who cares? We'd be with Him forever. Because we died in faith. Everybody's going to die of something someday, but we have to die in faith. And if it be to the sword, but I guarantee you, if you're living in faith, you're full of the Word of God, and your mind is renewed, God is going to spare you to use you to win souls. But if you're living in fear, living in the world, you're so conformed, you're a Christian, God might use you for another purpose, to bring persecution and, make, and let you go to the sword so more people come to Christ. And not use you working with you. Let you be, there's more people getting martyred today right now. Right now, people's heads are being cut off, but you don't know that. You're worried about getting a cold. But when that comes here, what are you going to be worried about? Are you really going to be able to come out of your house when, when they're going down the street trying to chop heads off? This is a wake-up call. You're not ready. You're going to take the mark of the beast if you don't come out of your indoctrination of death and, 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 and smelly flesh. You not forsake the assembling together. So you're in disobedience. You want to come to me about being obedient to the devil? To some government of this world? To, 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 to whoa, was Moses? Pharaoh was his leader. Did Moses listen after God told him what to do after he, God called him and did it? No, he didn't. He confronted him. He stood. Did Daniel bow down to the Nebuchadnezzar statue or did he do what God told him to do and what did God do he got glory out of it and he saved Daniel and he made Daniel a greater man than he was even before he disobeyed the laws of the land you need the spirit of God you're being deceived for if we, if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth you're getting the knowledge of the truth and if you do conform to this world you're sinning there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. It's a slippery slope. Example of delusion. This prideful African-American lady starts bringing those two scriptures to me. Hebrews, oh, we've got to conform. That. Then she comes in private message, boasting on her, her culture, says, 
the African American church knows how to pray it through. So I understand, which and this and that. I'm like, what are you talking about? And before I blocked her, I said, you're a racist. She doesn't think she's a racist. Why? Because she's been conformed. She's entitled. She thinks she has a right to separate human beings in classifications in the body of Christ because she's been conformed to African American religiosity in America. And to them, it's been heard from the pulpit so much, but it's not what the Word of God says. So in her mind, she's right. And the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end brings forth death. That's what's going on. You're bringing forth death in your life and division. Division is death. Conformed. Are you conforming or transforming? John 17, 14 through 17. And what do you mean racist? Because if anybody sees color in the kingdom of God, if you divide anything, you're racist. Whether you, ha you think you have a right to be racist, you are. See, the thing with the devil has done so much with, with the black culture in America because they're the victims here, is make them it's okay for you to be racist against white people. But oh boy, imagine if I said to her, well, the Caucasian church is a little shy, but we're much, I can't even think of anything because it's not even, uh, the Caucasian church understands that because we're not, we don't allow strange fire in, or whatever, false it does, you can't, I can't even think because my mind's being transformed another way. So you can't even make a... But it's like, even bring it's like, right there, you're the bringing division, trying to tell me that now you're bringing division in the body of Christ and then you want me to listen to you to follow the, the beast? And you're already bringing division among the brother? Give me a break. Then don't go to somebody's page because then you find out everything anyway about who they are and what they follow. They're posting more things on about the world and other things and and, and, and po political things, they're already of the world. John 17, 14 says, I have not given you, I have given them my word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. God, we've got to get this. And if Christians are hating you, they're really not of, they're really of the world. Because they're hating you because of what you are of. Even as I am not of the world, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, that they should keep them from the evil in the world. They are not of the world, either, even as I am not of the world. So in other words, we're in the world, but not of it. God wants to take the of it out of us so we can be in Christ in the world. That means we're light, faith, power, and bold. And then we look different with the fruits of the Spirit. Sanctify them through the truth of thy word is truth. Romans 12, 1-3, I'm just about done. I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by how? The renewing of your mind. That you may prove, you can't renew your mind hiding out listening to the news all day. That you may prove what is good, you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You have to know it. 
For I say through the grace given unto me to every man among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think. Everybody with man's what they think so highly. Fear has no wisdom in it at all. But to think soberly according to God has dealt to every man. Here it goes. A measure of faith. There is no wisdom without faith. There is no power without faith. There is no salvation without faith. There is no deliverance without faith. There is no righteousness without faith. And there is no Jesus in your life without faith. <clears throat> fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. What is a sound mind? You're not tossed to and fro by everything that comes around you. You're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine that comes to you. You're not tossed to and fro by every bad report that comes via whatever. We have what? The mind of Christ. Steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, rooted and grounded in Christ. Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. That is a promise. That is what we need to have. What is the mind? It's the mind of the Spirit. Modern American, everything faith looks like something. And that's what's being exposed right now. I don't want to follow some kind of leader that's everything that the world tells them to do, they do. They're gonna take the whole church, their whole congregation to the slaughter, but with the mark of the to the slaughter, to the mark of the beast to be slaughtered. Not to be slaughtered like that, but to, the mark of the beast to, for seven extra years left on the earth to, for under the delusion and illusion of their, oh, well, you know, Jesus wouldn't want us to do this. He loves us. Jesus, you know, he's a good God. He would never let this happen to us. We have to obey. And then they're going to pull out, you know, Hebrews, whatever, and Romans, whatever, and See, it's right here. Let's go, brothers, because God's going to use us in this time. And if we're gone and dead, who's going to bring the gospel? They'll make some kind of example of to come against the Word of God. It's called witchcraft divination, and it's, 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 it's not the Bible. Modern American Christianity. The last passage I'm going to go through is Mark 10. I might stop a couple, and then we're going to close. Whosoever shall receive you and hear your words, depart out of that city, who does not receive you and shake the dust off your feet. Verily I say unto you, it is more tolerable in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment for that city. It's called, whoever doesn't receive the truth, if you know you have the truth and you hold the truth and you speak the truth and you're an oracle of God and you're preaching what the Bible says, not what the, every different thing says. And you know how many rumors go with crises? How many Things get spread just like the virus through fear. This is happening. That's happening. This is going to happen. Oh, we're losing this. This is going to be turned off. Go this. And then everybody, what? They react in fear. There's not going to be any food. There's not going to be any of this. And, and then you react. The Spirit will tell you what to do. If He wants you to, be, to have wisdom, let it come from God. If not, you'll be tossed to and fro. I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents. 
and harmless as doves. But beware of men. They shall deliver you up to councils and scourge you in the synagogues. See, the religious people of Jesus' time, they delivered him up. They scourged him. They had the Romans scourge him. Because <laughs> he was breaking the law. Was he? He had no sin. Did he break the law? Or did they lie about him? Because they didn't know the word. And shall be brought before governors and kings and courts and churches. But when they deliver you to the mega ministry pastor, take no thought how and what you shall speak, for it will be given to you the same hour what you shall speak. For it is not you that speaks, but the Spirit that speaks in you. you got to believe that. But see, we know what the Spirit that's in you by what you're following and how you, what fruits to come out of you. Brother shall deliver up brother unto death. What do you mean? Me and my brother, we, we got baptized together. Oh. Is that what makes you a believer? Oh, but we got raised Christians. And your children shall rise up against their parents. Why? Because of fear. And cause them to be put to death. They're going to turn you in because they believe the beast and you're going to be put to death for it. But you'll have eternity. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But all men... Amen. But who endures till the end, who sealed at the end, shall be saved. But when they persecute you, not say if, when, because if you're in this time, it's going to happen. In that city, flee to another city. For verily I say to you, you have not have gone over the cities of Israel the Son of Man should come. The disciple's not above his master. In other words, whatever happened to me will happen to you. Don't fear. No servant is above the Lord. It is enough for the disciples that he be as his master, and a servant is of the Lord. And if they've called you of the devil, Master Bezalel, how much more, me, how much more will they say, call you of this household. Fear them not. Fear them not. For they, there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed. God is revealing right now. Revealing what? Carnal, carnal Christians. False brethren. Those that are actually deceived by the devil. He wants them to know, you don't really know me or you don't really know my word. It's a wake, it's, it's a blessing. This is a blessing. Real Christians are going to be seen more and the fake ones are going to be revealed so the fake ones have a chance to repent that they can be, that they can have the blood of Jesus over them and they can be born again and have faith in them. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and nothing hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, they, what? I tell you in darkness they shall speak in the light, 
And what you hear in the ear, that preach upon the housetop. And fear not them which can kill the body. That's the world, the liars, the spirit of this age. But not able to kill the soul. Think about, your soul lives forever. This body, see, sometimes you, you got to separate yourself sometimes. Sometimes you got to separate and know this thing that we're in is only temporary. And this thing that within, I have to die and mortify the deeds of the flesh because then it, as I heed to the flesh, I, I mess with my soul. And see, my soul lives forever as well as the spirit. So this body, I got to separate myself from this tent and think of eternity, what lives forever. And so even if this body gets touched by the infirmities of this life, I can leave the infirmities, leave this body, leave all the pain and all the things, and get a new body and glorify so really my soul will be healed completely forever. Whatever the devil can try to do to this body doesn't matter because it stays here. Beat it, sicken it, poison it, drown it. It's my soul that lives forever. So that's why vanity and the spirit of this age is so worried about faceless on things because it's all about this body. See, the world gets all about this body and they try to lie to you and say there's nothing past this body. So live for, if it feels good, do it kind of motto that they live by. He who has the most toys in the end wins. No, he who has, doesn't have Jesus in the end loses. That's it, bottom line. So I tell you in darkness, speak it in light. And fear that, do not fear them who can kill the body, but are not able to take your body into hell. But rather fear the, fear the one who is able to destroy both soul and body. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them is, shall not fall to the ground without your father. But he knows every hair on your head. Fear ye not, therefore you are more valuable than many sparrows. Who's said That's why the devil wants you. Therefore shall confess him who confessed me before men, I will also confess before my Father in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him I will also deny. Therefore, my Father which is in heaven, think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. I have come to, I have not come to send peace. He's, he's given us inward peace, spiritual peace, but not peace around us. But a sword, what does a sword do? It cuts, divides, sets apart. For I have come to set a man in variance against his father. Oh, that's, wait, that's against the, wait, God's, God's, uh, God's, come on, come together. All the religions, let's hold hands and false love. That's not love. See, there's so many voices, but what is the voice of truth? I've come to set a man against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law 
And a man's foes is, shall be, and a man's foes shall be they that of his own household. He that loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves this life is not worthy of me. And he that loves his daughter more than me is not worthy of me. That's why the soul ties have to go. Because as long as your soul, see I just talked about the soul and the body. See what your soul is connected to, your body will follow. He that finds his life shall lose it. He that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He that receives you receives me. He that receives me receives him that sent me. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. Well, a prophet, a real prophet, speaks the truth. And there's a reward. And there's promises of the Word of God. And whatever He says to do, you do it. Jesus was the first, well, not the first, but Jesus was prophet, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, all the five-fold ministry. And His mother said, whatever He says, do it. And when they obeyed Him and did it, they got the reward of the miracle. He said, Fill those water, water pots up to the brim with water. All six of them. And they did it. They received His word. They obeyed it. They did it. And they received the promise or the miracle that became. Same with us. Let Him fill us up. Receive the reward. Be filled with the, the Spirit of the living God and not the Spirit of the sage. Be filled with the Word of God. Renew your mind and you'll receive the rewards. But it has to start now. Everybody wants to wait. But hopefully, right now, we'll see the time is getting shorter and shorter. And we need to follow the Spirit of God, the Spirit of faith, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit of the living God. Not everybody that says, I'm this and this. He says, they say they're apostles, but you found them liar. They are the synagogue of Satan, the synagogue of fear, the synagogue of the Spirit of the age. Just because you come together in a name doesn't mean, he said, you'll know my disciples by their fruits. Can a good tree produce fear? Only bad trees produce fear. And truth in things exposed is not fear. And don't let the fear, fear ones make truth sound like fear because you're exposing lies. Everybody can stand up. Father, we thank you for the spirit of truth. Father, we ask you to baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire. We ask you, Father God, to lead us into all truth, Father God. We ask you to wash our eyes with eyes solvent that we might see rightly, God. Father, we ask for the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus, to be smeared over our households, over this body, because our bodies are the temple of the living God. We are congregated together as the body of Christ, but we are the temple of God. Father, we ask you to come around us as we hide ourselves in the shadow of your wings, God, under Psalms 91, in the cleft of the rock, Father God, that we will walk in peace and unity, not in the peace of the world would give us, because it's a lie. If there's any peace in the world, it's because they're lying. They have a plan to come soon. But the peace that only you can give us through Christ Jesus, that we eat your flesh and drink your blood, and we get our life and peace inside of us, and we bear much fruit. Father, we thank you for purging off the dead branches, purging off the things, God, that are in us and around us, God, that will not produce fruit. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.